At times, we all feel lost in search of something more. This is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, a podcast designed to help inspire and guide you forward through everything spirituality, creativity, art, and just giving you a sense of empowerment so that you can be powerful, be magical, and be free. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today, we are welcoming Terry Tyson with us. Now, he is a magician, a public speaker, a workshop facilitator. He is just, you know, he's got magic up his sleeves. And uh, he's going to be joining Matt Bruce uh, this month to do my world is haunted and it's this really cool event that we're hosting here that's a seance that they've done at many different places and you know i just want to welcome terry and i and i want everybody to hear a little bit about you oh well thank you that's very nice and it's nice to uh see you again and um yeah we're very excited about the venue that you've got there and the the vibe that I got when I walked into the uh, the shop there, and it's like this is the perfect place to hold this event. Uh, I think the vibe and the potential audience that uh, will be coming, there are customers of yours. I think will really appreciate what we've got to present. Okay, so in a little bit about you, like you know, you've been dealing with and you dabble in so many different things. I mean, I gave, I give you a roundabout brief excellent um, introduction, but let people know who you are and what you're about. How'd you get into all this stuff? Well, let's um, let's start when I was a youngster and I uh, started doing magic and then picked up mind reading mentalism as a young man and tried to do it full time. And I starved Christina. So <laughs> I went into another field altogether. And, uh, but fortunately that field, it was in environmental health and safety. Um, mm-hmm. I got to interact with people and learned how to, uh, how do we say influence people to do the right thing, you know, so they don't get hurt, that kind of thing and do the right thing as far as leaders are concerned. And I started to use my magic skills and my mentalism skills and other things that I've been able to uh, learn along the way to make some really positive cultural changes in corporations. Oh, nice. Yeah. And that was very exciting. And that certainly was towards the last 15 years of my career in that field. And during that time, I began to speak at industry conferences and for companies uh, for their private events on topics such as uh, mindfulness in the workplace Um, how to become a better observer by being mindful. It sounds like, how do you use, you know, meditation or mindfulness techniques in a, in a mining operation? Well, you actually can um, by using these techniques, the, these guys can focus in on what they're supposed to be doing. Their mind doesn't wander and they don't get hurt. So I applied all those principles in these workshops for the corporate field, as well as teaching uh, leaders how to be better leaders and influencing their culture to be a positive culture, not just for workplace safety, but also for just productivity and just better general mental health for everyone. And so that continued to go. And I started doing more and more presentations and I went back to one of my the loves of my early uh, career, and that's learning about seances. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. And yeah, you- I was like, okay, so you go and you learn all this stuff about mentalism and, and then you're working in the corporate field and then you're bringing this and I can understand the tie in there of being able to help people become more mindful, become more aware, become more present and how that increases productivity, increases, you know, uh, lower stress and, and um, increases morale and all of that. But then I was like, okay, so where did the seance come in? You know? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's, um, it was, you know, when you get into this, this sort of interesting esoteric field of magic and mentalism and mind reading and, and other mystery arts is the best way to describe it. Um, seances often come up and I really started learning about them. Mm. And learning how to do different kinds of seances. Mm -hmm. And the one that we're going to present for uh, your folks uh, is a very unique one. There currently is no other seance like it uh, being offered anywhere. Uh, With with the exception, perhaps, of uh, the very few remaining spiritualistic camps that exists. There's one in Escondido, there's Lilydale in New York and a few others, and there's one down in Florida. So this resembles and follows the practices of those spiritualistic uh, faith healers and spiritualistic mediums and all of those things to create this very unique experience for the people that uh, attend. Nice. So what is, what is it exactly? Right. You know, I'm like, cause I mean, people have seen like seances on, on, you know, maybe horror movies. Right. You know, and they're like uh, calling in the devil or something like that. Right. You know, yeah. so, you know, I, I know. wish I could do that. That would be really fun you know, <laughs> to, to call forth a, a, some evil spirits with horns and fire. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Now this, you know, um, but I know that that's probably what, I mean, at least when I first hear the word, you know, yeah. and I know that that's not what you guys are talking about, but when you hear that word, I mean, that's the descriptor for yeah. this, but the images that come in for it are, you know, yeah. The, the horned creatures and this, and something that's going to make your hair on your back stand up and the candles are going to blow out and, you know, everybody's going to be running from the, fr- to the front door, you know, like that's what people think of, right. You know, sure. sure. And, and what we present is not the Hollywood seance. And I have to admit um, that while it's entertaining, Hollywood has not done an authentic seance experience much favors because people sometimes think that's what it's going to be like. Yeah. What it is, is uh, it's, it's, it's a little bit nebulous. I'll be honest with you because every person's experience is so unique. When we enter into a kind of atmosphere and a state of mind and create sort of an environment in which we will invite spirits to come forward and and make their presence known. Mm. And different people experience it different ways. Some people see things, some people hear things. Um, It is eerie. I will, especially if you've never been to one, it is a little creepy at times, but it's not, there's no jump scares. There's no, nothing's going to leap out and, you know, grab you by the the back of the neck or anything. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's very atmospheric. It's, it actually, the, 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 the common refrain that I get from so many of the people who have attended is that um, they felt 
a sense of connection to not only the people in the room, but also, and we're talking about people who are, you know, skeptical and, you know, they're, they're not true believers, but they said, I felt connected to whatever spirits might be in the room. I, I can't under, I can't explain it, but that's what I felt. And mm-hmm. I did see this. I did see that. I did hear this. And that's what a seance is. A seance in its purest form is merely um, contacting a spirit. Okay. And we, we, we get the, um, the format of several people sitting around the table and, you know, in a darkened room uh, from the spiritualistic church in the, you know, mid 1800s, mid to late 1800s. Well, in fact, if we um, wanted to really look at how spirit contact was made mm-hmm. prior to that, this has been going on since before recorded history. Yeah. You know, around a campfire or or with a shaman and making spirit contact. And it's sometimes very subtle. Sometimes it's, you know, depending on the spirit involved, really strong. Um, we, we make sure that the spirits do not follow you home. They, mm-hmm. they are welcome to join us. And then they're asked to leave. And we, we close a circle. And some of that is tradition. I, I will truly admit we, we do follow some traditions, but all of this is not necessary to make spirit contact. You can do it at home. I don't yeah. know about you, but I often feel the spirit of my father. Mm-hmm. And, and I talk to him. And sometimes I think I can hear him, but he often gives me sort of a high sign like, yeah, don't do that, dummy. Or, yeah, that's a good idea, Terry. Um, but so spirit contact is what it's all about. And, and Yeah. And a lot of people have had that, especially if there's somebody close to them that has passed when that veils a little bit thinner before a large portion of the soul transit translate or um, transitions. Um yeah. You know, there's this ability to um, kind of uh, have more of those experiences like you're talking about, right? You feel the sense of uh, heightened awareness. You think that there's might be there's some signs that you happen to notice. Maybe there's a little bit of senses, feeling, uh, hearing, smelling, right? You know, somebody smells their grandma's pie that was like always like this particular shepherd's pie that was cooked or whatnot. And so, you know, I think that people have this experience and when they have something that is somebody that has close to them has passed away, there's more awareness to the awareness of it, right? And there's a more openness, even if they're truly skeptic, they're, they're seeking answers and they're a little bit more perceptive. And with from my learning and your learning probably validated too, there's about a few week period of time where there's this transition period for the soul, right? You know, and yep. so their energy is literally more earthbound, right? And having that more density to be able to interact a little bit more. Yeah. And that's, but, that's a good point too, um, about being earthbound <clears throat> because there are spirits that are earthbound. Some of them, um, at least the ones that we deal with choose to be for one reason or, or another. Um, we do not. And here's some of the things that I want to stress. We do not contact anyone's dead relatives or anybody famous, you know, or, or anything like that, because especially when it comes to relatives, to 
uh, invoke them and ask them to be present, I think is frankly rude. And I think mm. it does not show respect to that spirit who may be at rest. And mm. and um, my partner, Matt, described it as like walking through into their home without knocking. Yeah. Now, we will not turn them away. We'll, we won't ask for them specifically. But we don't usually have to worry about spirits because and that's the title of the whole presentation is the world is haunted. There are spirits all around us. And okay. all we're doing is saying... Whoever is around, please come forward and make your presence known. Oh, interesting. And so with that being said, though, this is good because, you know, you know, if there is things that people want to have that communication, maybe they go see a medium or mediumship readings or something like that. But like this is an experience where every person that's coming is having an experience of connecting to the haunted world. Right. Yes. And and, 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 and in that. Um, I was just playing on the world is haunted name, but in, in, in that though, it's allowing, I think that you're also doing a service to people is that sometimes when it is somebody that's close to them or there's an emotional connection, uh, that can be very triggering, right? Yeah. And, and so that can bring up old wounds that can bring up things that need closure that can bring up all this other stuff. And so this is about letting everybody have an experience without that emotional attachment so that, um, you know, it becomes more for yes. every experience instead of this person having a very specific experience and then everybody else kind of being witness to it. Right. And it's what's interesting too, um, invariably there'll be one or two people that do feel the presence of someone close to them. Mm -hmm. And and it's generally very comforting for them. Um, once in a while I will my intuitive self will come up with a message that I want to share that I hear in my intuitive ear, and I'll share that to the with the with the group. Uh, it might apply to one, it might apply to everybody at in the room, but I will share those, but it's not uncommon for those messages to resonate with one or two people and they say, yeah, it makes sense. And that's what I was talking, thinking about, or that's what I was feeling. And, um, and then people have come up afterwards and said, you know, I know you didn't call my grandmother, but I felt her presence. Was that real? And I said, what do you think? And she says, I think it was real. I said, then it is. You enjoying this so far? Did you forget to subscribe? Make sure to do so. It takes two seconds. Just press that little button, the red one. You know the one. Just press it, little like. All right, enjoy the rest of this content. Oh, beautiful. And what is this, this whole experience that you do? I mean, you really guys, you set the mood, you set the intention, you allow for the ability to access these, these senses, you know, I mean, we talk about making the whole room dark so that you're, you're more acute to your other senses, right? Yep. And all in all, like, how, how long is this experience? What do people say after they have had this experience? How do people walk away from it? You know, yeah. and, and what what most draws people to it? I think um, I'll answer your last question first. Okay. I think they're drawn to it because it is such a unique thing. And it's, um, again, it's not a Hollywood seance. And it's 
I, you know, it's more authentic, I think is a, a good word. And people want to experience an authentic experience. Um, but the basic format, and we have, we call it a session and we have a certain procedure that we follow. And uh, during parts of it, there are um, opportunities for people sitting at the table or even just outside the table to feel some mediumship take place. I am not a medium. I am. I, I call myself the seance master. Mm. I guide people uh, to a certain degree. I sometimes hear things or pick up things, but I, I don't claim to be a medium. Yeah. Other people do have mediumistic type of experience during our session. Um, there's often some scrying that takes place with dark mirrors or uh, black rocks in, in our case. Um, we often will allow um, at least one participant to observe the entire thing through a mirror and they, mm. they report seeing things. And, you know, I, I try to stress while we're doing, while we're in session to say, you know, if you see something, say something, you know, mm -hmm. and people just might mumble or say a few words. And um, it's not till we bring the lights back up and the floodgates open. And I think while it's happening, they're trying to, decode or understand what's taking place yeah and as soon as the lights come back up they say this is what happened and they share it with the crowd and, and several people will chime in and say yes i saw that as well and um because sometimes you know i'll be honest with you christine i'm going along and it's they're pretty quiet they're experiencing some things some things are happening on the table some things are moving perhaps and I'm thinking, oh, I hope this is going well for everybody. I want them to appreciate what's happening. And then, because they're not saying much. And then invariably I've turned the lights back up or bring them up. And the, like I said, the, the floodgates open and they're sharing amongst the group. You know, did you do this? Why did you, did you see this? And et cetera. And yeah. that is heartening to me. It's like, okay, they had, they had a good experience during this time. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I I love that. It's 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 this ability and what draws people in is the mysticism of it, the curiosity, mm -hmm. maybe the ability to awaken or connect to that other world on their own. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, there's something. Yeah, this isn't a Hollywood seance. However, this is something that is just a few days before All Hallows Eve. Right. And so historically and what that stands for is the veil being thinner. And I think that the days just like, you know, you have the shadow period on both sides of Mercury retrograde. You have this ability where that is the ability to the veil becomes lesser and lesser and lesser until it becomes very thin. Right. And then on the opposite side too, kind of like a moon side in the sky, you know, you go into crescent, you know, and then you, you know, and so it kind of goes like this, and then it kind of goes like this, right? And so on the weaning and the waxing, you have the ability to have that, that lesser of the moon or the more of the moon, right? And so um, you're doing it on Thursday, right? And 27th, right? The 27th. So we're just a few days, a couple days before Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. And um, um, I think it's a great time to do it. Um, I will I will share with you one. I, I, we also do visualization to get our minds in the right 
frame of mind. And I'll go ahead and share with you one one thing that uh, we do in the room is that it's uh, it's pretty dark at this point. There's just a few candles, perhaps, and we just use electric candles. Okay. And um, people are quiet. We've gone through some um, some group chanting, uh, some invocations, and group breathing. And, and this is the exercise that I, I invite people to do on their own if they're really interested in this. And the exercise is that, that they're, they're, they take a couple of two or three deep breaths and soften their eyes. And I say, imagine that there's a doorway behind you, mm-hmm. a dark doorway. And that imagine that the doorway is opening and through that door, you see thousands and millions of field of stars. And that is the doorway in which we will invite the spirits in. Hmm. And that imagery just sets the tone and it, and it, people use it at home on their own. And, and we, we also invite, you know, we, we, we stay of, positive intentions we don't let negativity come in and that's what because some people say oh the evil spirits will come no our, our our intentions are positive that's our that's our magic shield yeah you know so we're going to be good and that's what i invite people to do at home just do some visualization and let yeah. that take place and that's so important to note because yeah people are really scared about the evil or the bad or the that and it is it's how you set things and i think those are some of the traditions that you bring forth or the way that you call in the the rituals and the process because the power of intention and what is allowed and not allowed really sets the stage in the stage and that ability to do um, the ritual and the and the ability to close it, everything in the right way so that nobody's worried about feeling haunted presence while they're driving home at night, right? You know, or that suddenly there's a spirit following them around everywhere. <laughs> right, right. Um, and I have to also admit too that um, I this is a this is a personal bias, mm-hmm. Christina. That some of the shows that we see on television in which people are you know, they're, they're, they claim to be bothered by evil spirits and they bring somebody in and they get really terrible advice, um, on how to deal with that. Um, yeah. and because it's not that hard, you, you just got to get your mind right and your spirit, right. And those things could be handled. There might be some rituals that will help you set your mind in the right direction. Um, but uh, people will have nothing to worry about um, during our seance. And, and I think they, um, I, I call myself the Bob Ross of seances in that we're going to only have happy spirits. Like oh, happy I love tree. it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I, and I do, I, th- I think that the value of also having them do visualization, because a lot of people, you know, one of the reasons that we're not in touch with even ourselves on a physical plane, right? You know, in the room around us and how hot or cold we feel or any of that, it's we're so caught in our mind and whatever else is going on that to clear that clutter so that you can open your senses and awareness. I'm sure that anybody that's listening at certain point in time, you did a meditation and after the meditation or after a sound or whatever it is, you feel 
like everything's silent. And then everything isn't silent on the outside. It's, it's silent on the inside, right? And you're aware of everything more. Yep. And to give people that ability, you know, to heighten their sense of awareness so that they can tap in and have these experiences that, you know, and what I love is that you're bringing this to the regular person, right? You know, it's not somebody doesn't have to have this proclaimed gift and be this ability that they go back and forth between the spirit realm and the talk to masters, teachers, loved ones, guides, or souls, or whatever the case may be in doing readings or, or energy work or whatever. You don't have to. It's just, it's, it's, there's an ability. You have the senses, you have the capability with the right environment and the right kind of recipe. You can access that yourself. And, and that's who I think would be most drawn to this is people that are super curious. I've always wondered, but I've been either too scared. So I want to do it in a group. So I feel comfortable or I don't even know how to access that ability, you know? Yeah. I like, I liked what you said there that it's the right recipe, Christine, because that's what it is. I've, I've not used that term before, and I'm going to steal that from you. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, because it's great, because that's what it is. We we set the right tone, and we have the right recipe for these things to happen. And definitely, there is a quieting of your inner self after one of these sessions. I, you know, I work hard. And, you know, I'm interacting and I'm staying focused and, and making sure that everybody is is experiencing something and I'm working hard. But I tell you what, at the end, I feel really good, even though I've really worked hard and and, every, and everybody does feel it's not uncommon. They feel so at peace and calm and not agitated. Mm. You know? I, I love it. I, I love it. Oh, I love it too. And Terry, I know that you're limiting uh, the amount of people we're doing two that night. So we're going to have an eight o'clock and a 10 o'clock. And what's the capacity for each of them? I think, I think we were setting it, Christine, I think it's 20 per. Yeah, 20 or 22. So it's limited amount of number of yeah. what's going to be let in. So if you're interested and you're listening to this, Something cool doesn't have to affect your rest of your Halloween plans and your parties and things like that, that you might be doing on the weekend. This is a Thursday night, not too late. If you need the earlier one, because you work in the morning, do the eight o'clock. If you're somebody that has the luxury that you, you can work a little later in the day, sign up for the 10 o'clock, come and experience. I think that it's going to be amazing. Um, you know, both Matt and Terry are really excited. We're excited to host them. Uh, they're both master performers they have this ability of captivating the room that's what they do and so you're going to come with an experience and you're going to leave with a personal experience and so sign up that's it that's awesome and um we try to limit it a couple of reasons one is i want to be able to focus in on what's going on with the people and we get too many in the room, that's very difficult. And I, I don't wanna lose control, but also there are limitations of how many people we can get inside the room with the table, you know, in the middle of the room. Yeah, so, and, and everybody wants to have a really good experience and you yeah. wanna have that right ratio of you and Matt to, to a certain amount of people. So everybody has that care. So, I mean, if there's something that's really, really being done with care, uh, let go of the worry about anything super spooky. I mean, you're going to feel spookiness from the fact that it's something that's not 
experienced by you in a normal basis and that can make your hair stand up but it doesn't need to be bad right and you know that it's really creating a safe space among people that are all there for the like-minded approach and and done in the right recipe to to have the most profound experience and leave there feeling safe and secure and ready to continue to embrace the rest of your evening and weekend yep that's it all right, Terry. Anything else, Christina? Um, if, if people want to contact you or find out more about you and your other work that they do, where can they find you? Um, okay, so anything doing with the seance, um, either this session or future sessions, um, there's a dedicated website called worldishaunted.com. Okay. And then uh, my corporate page is uh, ttysoninsight.com. Okay. And if you want to know a little bit more about the mystery art stuff, there's a there's a sort of a hidden page, and that is uh, ttysoninsight.com forward slash the dash secret dash cabinet. And then you'll get to that information. Awesome. And we'll put all those links down below. But if people are listening to this on on um, iTunes or Spotify or any of those, you know, did a great job spelling it out. We'll still put the link in the description so that you can find those links to access Terry to see if you want to connect and learn a little bit more. Um, I really appreciate everybody joining. Please, you know, check it out. You know, we'll have Terry in for a more like evergreen topic on a different podcast. But today, it's all about really getting this out there. So thank you for joining. Until next time. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this conversation, please like it, subscribe and share it with your friends. If you want to hear more about what we have going on and happening online or in, in the neighborhood, check out liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Uh, also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Liberate Yourself. It's you are self, U-R-S-E-L-F. Until next time, be powerful, be magical, and be free.